Hey guys, Texas Slim. I'm Texas Slim Podcast, and this is Texas Slim's Cuts Productions. Uh, we are a media team now, and we've been on the road for about 45, 46 days. I'm going to give you a little uh, map and a little road map of where we've come from, where I've come from, where the team has come from, where the volunteers have come from, and where we are now. And we're going to bring you beef intelligence in a way that the world is yearning for and in a way that it deserves. Uh, beef intelligence comes with uh, basically a foundational layer of what is truth in food, what is truth in ranching, what is truth in the beef industry. Uh, there's a lot of things that we're basically confused as, as far as a country, as a society, as a culture. And across the globe, there's a lot of yearning for truth in food. So beef intelligence intelligence that is delivered through basically your audio, your video, and your food consumption models. We're approaching this in a way that I don't believe has ever been done before. Um, we're reaching out to a lot of people. I love that everybody listens to our podcast through audio, but I'm here to tell you, you need to be seeing what we're basically showing on the screen right now. We've been on the road for about 45 to 46 days. I've been doing this for over three and a half years. You You've heard, all heard me talk many times about the Harvest of Deception. You know, the Harvest of Deception was pinned basically through a smartphone with me taking notes and writing the first couple of pages of the Harvest of Deception with my thumbs on a smartphone in the middle of a field in North Dakota. Uh, we've come a long ways. Uh, we're bringing you beef intelligence like, the, like it's never been seen before. It's decentralized. We don't have to worry about any deceptions because we're bringing truth in food. We're bringing truth in beef and we're bringing a sound communication, which is audio and video. Today, we're going to tell you a little bit about Texas Slim's Cuts Productions. Of course, you know, the introduction was the harvest of deception. But also, the, we segued into uh, June, our executive producer, made Bitcoin in the Sovereign Rancher. It's an audio series and we did start off with Bitcoin in the Sovereign Rancher, and it was the bad cow. It's really surrounded about, you know, the propaganda around the cow itself and how there's basically a global marketing plan to act like the cow is a climate hazard. And the understanding of the cow by the general population, the conversations that I had, and this piece that June put together. We've got leverage right now. Dissect what it truly means. And how much it's been captured in the processing pie. centers say you get to eat. How many, how many people ate something from the supermarket today? Right, what what, what what we eat? I mean, I had a steak from the supermarket yesterday. Eggs, okay. Jerky, chicken. Okay, that chicken from that supermarket had probably 20 to 22 touch points to get to you, okay? I ate a steak yesterday and I quizzed the guy, the guy that's supposed to be the butcher. Well, there's something called a, it's called the Brazilian cattle drive that's happening right now. The Brazilian cattle drive is where a cow starts off some grass in Brazil. Cattle drive. 
drive all the way from South America, all the way through uh, Central America, through Mexico. At that time, they're eating uh, food that's less than desirable for them. They're taking off that grass. They're injected with certain types of poisons as far as steroids, antibiotics, all uh, basically engineered and uh, basically controlled by chemical companies. And whenever they get to their final destination, they're shipped across into the border and then they're harvested. That type of meat is not USDA, edible. Perhaps USDA probably means. What is your name, please? My name is Dr. Ansel Keys. Why was it? Well, I have to admit, at the time, it was the uh, the bad cow. Yeah, the psyop. Yeah, of the, the bad psyop cow. of the bad cow. And uh, basically controlled by chemical companies. And whenever they get to their final destination, they're shipped across into the border. And basically, you're destroying the, the mental health, the physical health, and the spiritual health of the nation. Bitcoin and the Sovereign Rancher is the first production from Texas Slims Media. This documentary series will explore every problem facing consumers at the global, local, psychic, and spiritual levels. We're not just making a cinema of problems, though. This is a cinema of solutions. This is Cole Bolton of KNC Cattle, and I approve of this message. You know, going into the bad cow, you know, that was whenever I did the Tennessee to Texas, Texas to Tennessee tour, barn raising tour last year. That's the, you know, the time I spent last year, started about May 31st last year, so almost a year now. And, you know, I ended up on these random places and random conversations. And I remember going into Hatworks there in Nashville and talking to Gigi. And we weren't even going to record that conversation, but it was such a conversation that I was at back there and I was uh, creasing my hat. She was letting me use her steamer and we just went into food intelligence. And so, you know, that's that was kind of the brainchild of, you know, doing this audio series and everybody that was able to hear this, you know, it, it formed some traction and people started paying attention. And one thing that, you know, I had an idea after speaking with Gigi there at Hatworks is that we really needed to look about you know, the propaganda around food and women and where did we come from? Where, what was my mom? You know, what was my grandmother? Well, she was a heritage woman. She was a farm girl. And so we started having conversations with uh, Ann Weldon of Holy Cow and other different types of women that really could reflect on what is the heritage woman and the type of propaganda that's been surrounded on marketing to women all the way back to Crisco at the turn of the century. And, you know, we've come a long ways. There's a long ways to go. But here's this piece that it's, it is. It's based on the heritage woman. Fix the money. Fix the food. Families report food insecurity. Shake the rancher's hand. Shake the rancher's hand. Mix up our reporting on the global food crisis. It's the source of the
Saint Laurent designed it just for her because she's nothing like the past. wishes in this world, what would your three wishes be? Three wishes. In the first episode, we explored the history of modern food deception and its effects on our society. We visited a Memphis, Tennessee hat store and fixed Slim Stetson. While there, we learned about Ansel Keys, an American physiologist whose diet recommendation some 60 years ago changed the way we look at food and the health of our nation has never been the same. This food psyop has pushed our society away from clean meat and good high fats to low fat diets and vegetarianism based on a false moral choice. We also learned about the Brazilian cattle drive and how U.S. beef is being shipped to foreign lands. Cole Bolton of KNC Cattle shows us the redemption of meat with his new processing plant in Texas. This is Cole Bolton of KNC Cattle. And I approve of this message. On the second episode, we took a trip to June's hometown of Philadelphia. We heard June's story, his mom's heartbreaking journey, and women's dreams of a better life. But where does that better life start? June explains his feelings about beef and how terrible it was when his mom made Salisbury steak for him for the first time. June has learned to perfect that once-hated dish and just how much clean meat can change our health. Then, Ann Warren with Holy Cow Beef and Slim talk about the rise of disease, metabolic bankruptcy, new fake commodities, and American steak becoming the new caviar. Now, we're going to learn how to point our compass back to the mother, the children, the home, and explain just how a heritage woman cares about and nurtures the health of her family from soil to soul. We're going to hear from Bitcoin Coco and her children. Ann Warren from Holy Cow Beef drops by again. And Cole Bolton gets us prepped for the opening of the first beef initiative processing and distribution center. You are listening to episode three of Bitcoin and the Sovereign Rancher, the rise of the heritage woman, part two. Fix the money, fix the food. This is Ty Jackson for Texas Slims Media. Pregnancy, imminent delivery. Patient is 27 years old. That's all we know right now. And following the Heritage Woman, you know, we've had a lot of people come through the Beef Initiative that found out about the Beef Initiative because they were looking at their health again. They'd had a health scare. They'd had something that had happened to them, maybe, you know, overnight, or maybe it was something that would, over a period of time, their health uh, declined. Two people, though, that uh, are very uh, key within the Beef Initiative, and they're a part of the Beef Initiative, and they contribute in many different ways, uh, Ronnie and Kel. Uh, we have a conversation here with uh, Ronnie and Cole Bolton of KNC Cattle, which is a key member of the Beef Initiative, of course, one of the pioneering ranchers that is the Beef Initiative. He, Ronnie now works for Cole, and his basically entry point into the Beef Initiative was based on on health. Kel, the same way. Uh, he, he was a paraplegic that basically had an injury that was uh, something that you just don't see every day. But Kel and 
Ronnie are both doing fine, but won't you listen to a couple of their clips here and kind of see how this progressed and how Bitcoin and the Sovereign Rancher, how many different lives that we're touching through the Beef Initiative with uh, Bitcoin and Beef. I was driving in San Antonio recently when I saw Long John Silver's off the highway. This is Ronnie Jimenez. It brought back memories of my childhood in Derrida, Louisiana. You see, Derrida was a little blink town tucked away in the backwood pines, about four hours northwest of New Orleans and five hours northeast of San Antonio. One day, my parents had a revelation from God to pick up our family and move to San Antonio. So we did just that. We packed up our bags and hit the road. The first day we got there, we stopped to eat at Long John Silver's. And it wasn't too long after that that I was eating stuff like Hot Pockets almost every day. As I'm driving, with Long John Silver's in my rear view, a sermon about gluttony comes on the radio. I can remember clear as day my terrifying trips to the emergency room, my mother praying and doing the best she could to make sense of what had become a regular occurrence. My stomach problems weren't getting better, they were just getting worse, and no one could explain why. Coming from a religious family, my parents naturally blamed Gutley. But exactly what that meant wasn't clear. For them, it meant that I was simply eating too much. But I knew that wasn't the case. I see now that I was just filling the void left by a lack of nutrition. Back then, I didn't know how to have food intelligence or what that even meant. But now, I know how to look for the source of the seed, and I see gluttony is no longer a choice for most of us. You see... First they debased the money, and then they debased the food. And with it, all our healths have suffered. We're going to hear a conversation I helped facilitate between Ronnie and another friend of the Beef Initiative, Kale Hyder. What I decided to do was go to my local farmer's market that weekend. And I didn't know what I was going to do there, but I was going to go meet producers, meet ranchers, and see what they had to offer. And that led me that Sunday to go over to the, um, the local farmer's market and I bought, you know, a, a pound or two of ground beef, some sausages, and that was about it. You know, it wasn't a large order. I was just getting my feet wet. I was kind of intimidated. And then over time, I went back every single weekend. I started ordering more and more food because as I tasted the food and as I felt nourished by the food, I knew I wanted more of that food and less of the packaged you know, chips or granola bars or whatever I was using to sustain myself throughout the day. So here, I just wanted to come in and tell you guys a little bit about why it is we're doing what we're doing. And then show you guys a little bit what we're doing behind the scenes. And the reason why is because... I think a lot of media today is hiding. It's hiding behind something. It's hiding behind somebody else's face. It's hiding behind somebody else's words. We've lost the ability 
to find the source of the seed. And so I just want to be completely open. Now I've been working with a number of people throughout this project. Trying to figure out a way to give them a voice. And specifically, we're thinking about the America Rancher. Because to me, it seems like the soil can't speak, so the grass speaks for it. But the grass can't speak, so the cow speaks for it. But the cow can't speak either. And so the rancher speaks for the cow. Who speaks for the grass. Who speaks for the soil. Who speaks for the minerals and nutrients latched on to the stones that make up that soil. So let's see how we can give the America rancher a voice again. I'm going to shoot in every direction. Shoot in every direction. You know, from the very beginning, I knew because I come from big tech. I worked in multimedia, worked in deep tech, you know, data analysis, uh, software engineering. I've done the spectrum within big technology. One thing I knew that the Beef Initiative needed to bring was a production arm. Hence, Texas Slim's cuts productions. It is a media company. We are a production company. We're producing. Uh, me standing out on the in the middle of a rapeseed farm in North Dakota with a smartphone in the thumbs is all I had at the time. You know, the next year, you know, what do we have? Well, we have June. He's a he's a proven sound engineer. He's a proven um, basically editor, and he understands how to match sounds. And so we evolved into basically audio. And now with Texas Slim's Cuts Productions, we've upped our game. It took us time. We were able to obtain equipment that you're actually witnessing today, uh, lighting. Uh, we've got cameras. We've got a drone now. And we are a production company for not only to the ranchers, but for, you know, maybe, um, you know, consumers, maybe people that have that story, they have that testimony. We understand to be a production company that we have to play the audio and the video game. So once again, all those out, all you guys out there listening to our podcast each week, I implore you to basically take your time, take a pause, take a reset, turn off your Netflix, Turn off 60 Minutes on a Sunday night. Turn off that news program, that centralized propaganda, and basically see what is going on across this nation when it comes to sound money, sound health, and sound food. We're your new consumption model when it comes to audio, video, and food. So take a time, uh, share it, listen, but also watch. Uh, we're going to bring high-quality video to every rancher producer in the Beef Initiative that is yearning for that digital voice in which we live in these days.
Let's talk about uh, video production and let's talk about story kits. In the beginning, we called them media kits. In the very beginning, I knew that the great American rancher, producer, farmer has never had a voice. Uh, their voice was taken out of the community whenever we took processing centers out of the communities. The digital voice that the rancher producer has always been pursuing, it's never gonna happen, they can't afford it. So I knew that we had to basically give the great American rancher and producer and farmer a voice they've never had. Uh, in the beginning, June and I talked about what are we gonna do? Are we gonna make documentaries? No, we're gonna build kits. These are media kits, but what they really are is their story kits. The, the ranchers, producers, farmers actually get to tell who they are, their why, their what, and their how. They get to educate you, but we also get to entertain you. Uh, this first story kit that you're watching is going to be Todd Weil, and we just had the Ozark Beef Initiative Summit there in Prairie Grove, Arkansas. We were able to film the summit. We were able to go out there to Todd's land, and June and him had a day, they had an interview, and they put together a beautiful piece. They're not long, they're just about three minutes, but what they are is their introduction into basically giving that great American rancher, producer, farmer a voice they've never had. So take a look here. Uh, good, good morning. Uh, uh, if you told me I'd be doing this a year ago, I would have said, you're crazy because I'm rather introvert so much that I'm squared. And, uh, but, but a year ago, uh, last January, listening to a podcast in a dump truck, I, I hear a guy calling himself Texas Slim. Same thing, See why this was my playground. see they've never these guys have never ate that far oh, right. <laughs> so all these places where you know pastures are continually grazed that, that's how they become wormy and, and uh, yeah they're they're gonna have all, all these cattle probably carry a certain number of parasites but 
They're in so well conditioned, it really doesn't matter. So I haven't, I quit worming about 15 years ago. And when I quit worming, that's when my dung beetles came back. And I'll show you one, some of that. As you notice with uh, Todd's story kit, and I said something about the why, the what, and the how. Well, Todd's uh, story is different. Uh, you know, he gets to talk about the dung beetle and, you know, the parasites within the, the soil and the, the gut, you know, bacteria of the cow. Each rancher has a unique protocol in how they steward the land, how they steward the animals how they steward their beef and how they deliver their beef and where basically the soil is in which they came from. Todd's story is different from Brooks and Todd's kind of shy, he, as you can tell. A very humble man, very intelligent man, uh, a student of regenerative farming and ranching for decades. He's been studying everything that he just presented to you when we did it in a short time slot. To me, it makes you want to know more about Todd. It makes you want to know more about his protocol. And he's there. He has a voice now and he's approachable. You don't have to go through an institution to basically learn and understand his form of beef intelligence that he's bringing to you. So these story kits are a voice. It's a unique voice that they get to express in their time, in their place, in the way that they understand, in the way that you want to be able to see and hear. You know, in segueing from Todd's story kit, we're going into Brooke Miller, Ginger Hill Angus, outside of Washington, Virginia. Of course, we had the Ginger Hill Angus Summit, and Brooke Miller, just uh, finished his tenure as the president of the United States Cattlemen's Association. Brooke Miller, you know, his whole approach to cattle ranching and the breed of Angus is different. He breeds so we can basically have a strong stock of genetics within the Angus uh, breeding community. The way that he raises his cattle is very similar to Todd, but it's completely different too. Once again, he gets to tell you his why, his what, and his how. And each rancher, each producer, each farmer, they get to have a voice. They get to show why they are unique, but how they're also all the same. Let's take a look at uh, Brooke and the time we spent out there at Ginger Hill. When I was a little boy, I was out here in the pasture and uh, talking with my dad. And he said, son, what do you want to do for a living when you grow up? And I said, dad, I want to ranch. I want to raise cattle. And he looked at me in all seriousness. He said, well, you better find a good job.
Uh, Ginger Hill is always, we've always been focused on raising practical cattle that could, could survive and thrive under, under grassland conditions. Uh, that's so important uh, for our product. We, we produce an animal that needs to go out into commercial herds. And our cattle are known for going out in these commercial herds and being able to maintain their, their, their flesh and their capacity and do what they're, they're supposed to do. I think the diversity within our industry and the differences between the way I do something and the way my neighbor does something or the way my friends in North Dakota do something is actually a strength for the breed and for the, for, for the cattle industry. Come on! Well, I want to welcome you all on behalf of uh, our entire family, the Miller and Keita family. Basically a world leader in the, in the uh, microbiome of the intestinal tract. And Do you want me to collect it for you? Okay, all right. They're making history. So is that the first one you've ever collected? Yes. All right. Hey, we are making history here today. I mean, this is, this is environmentally sustainable. This is, this is good for the environment. It's not, cows are not killing the environment. And when they come out here and they visit a rancher, develop a relationship, they see that he lives on this land, he loves this land, and he's definitely not gonna do anything to defile this land. As you can see, these story kits, they come with high quality, they come with a strong message, they come with clear communications, they come with the why and the what and the how of the producer, rancher, farmer. Uh, moving forward, our ideas, you hear me talk about it all the time. Within the Substack, we're going for 100,000 users within the Substack. We're going to go out there, we're going to shake 1,000 uh, ranchers' hands this year. We're going to open up 10,000 gates. These story kits are for everybody. We're gonna bring the whole community that is basically the beef initiative, not only for ranchers and producers. You know, up next, we're gonna have Justin Trammell of Panhandle Meats. We're gonna have Chris Watkins, WT football coach at West Texas A&M. He's gonna have a story kit. We have a beautiful woman in uh, the Dallas and uh, Austin area of Texas, uh, Olivia, she's a ballerina. Her basically health was saved through basically finding the best and cleanest beef in the nation. We're gonna have football players. We're gonna have all kinds of people that have testimonials. But what we're really gonna focus on is, like I said in the beginning, we're gonna be giving a voice to the great American rancher, and we're gonna produce thousands of these story kits. One thing that I don't think a lot of people understand on both sides of this beef coin here is the consumer doesn't understand how to basically uh, approach a rancher. A rancher doesn't know how to get your attention and your focus. They don't have the means to reach out in a digital way. It's too expensive. Uh, you have all these marketing firms out there, digital marketing firms, they propose websites and propose to do videos for thousands of dollars for these ranchers. Well, we're coming to the rancher 
with an open heart, open mind, open handshake. And basically, we're going to be doing these story kits for the great American rancher. We're going to give them that digital voice. We're, our goal over the next couple of years is there's going to be a thousand of these story kits and they're going to be an algorithm all across all platforms, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. This is not about politics. We're not going to play woke games here or whatever everybody's playing out there. This is to give the great American rancher, producer, farmer a voice in a digital form that comes with eloquence, sophistication, cinematic quality that is audio and video that leads you straight to them and them straight to you. These story kits are going to be powerful, folks. So that's why I want you to be listening, but also viewing these, sharing them and talking about them. You know, Yellowstone is the number one TV show in America right now. I guarantee you folks that story, if you don't know what it's about, it's about a rancher saving his ranch, as simple as that. Um, we are the Yellowstone and not me, not Texas Slim, but every American rancher out there that's never had a voice and haven't had a voice in a very long time in their communities, well, they are the real Yellowstone. And these story kits, well, that's the first introduction into a new cinematic way of basically giving that great American rancher producer a voice they've never had. Hey folks, we are, for all of you guys out there listening, we are Podcasting 2.0. If you're not uh, familiar with Podcasting 2.0, go to the Fountain app right now. Download the Fountain app and get involved. Not only can you stream sats, you can basically make sats back. Sats being basically like pennies on the dollar. Uh, you understand Bitcoin yet? Well, nobody does truly, but we do know it's a fantastic tool in what you can do is basically you can tip as you're listening through the Fa uh, Fountain Podcast 2.0. Uh, once again, we have our boost uh, of last week, and I'm going to read them off here pretty quick. Uh, we've got a few of them here. They come and go. Of course, we have Bubba. He is actually up here in West Texas with us. He's helping us do some of this uh, video and audio recording as we're here back in my home area of the Llano Estacado. So Bubba, 30,000 sats. Thank you, Bubba. You're always the best contributor. You've donated uh, 0.20 of a Bitcoin to the I Am Texas Slim Foundation, which gives $10,000 grants to those ranchers and producers that are gonna be educating the next generation of rancher. You guys go look at the donation page, beefinitiative.com forward slash donation. Bubba has been the biggest contributor there and so pay attention to that foundation it's about to have some legs and we're going to start basically educating the next generation of rancher in the united states and hopefully across the world bubba thirty thousand sats this is what he had to say here's to everybody that is doing all behind the scenes work have to have everyone purchasing their beef from basically you know where from ranchers that are in the beef initiative. Here's to Slim for being the, the bachelor, the match to start the fire. Thank you, Bubba, appreciate you. Uh, here's a thousand sats from Jordan Rickner. I am Texas Slim pa uh, Foundation, uh, basically I am Texas Slim Podcast, episode 24. Here's another hundred sats from UA Promoter, thank you. Uh, basically, 
he saw the Jimmy Song speaks at the Kerrville conference we had last year in April of last year, 2022. We have uh, 1,111 sats from Joel W. Thank you, Joel. Always good to hear from you. We also have another 100 sats from uh, Bicycle and Bitcoin. And once again, episode 24. Awesome. Sharpening blades in Florida. Good to hear. Uh, that was a reference to last week's podcast, uh, Blade That Never Dulls. Folks, uh, pay attention to Podcasting 2.0. Pay attention to uh, sound communications. What do we mean by that? There's a lot of pl- platforms out there that get censored. You see what happens on Spotify. You see what happens on all social media platforms. Podcasting 2.0 is a decentralized form of communications. Uh, within the Bitcoin space, there's a lot of innovation going in there. There might be a day that you can't actually see your favorite producer on a podcast. Well, through Podcasting 2.0, there will never be censor- uh, censored. It's decentralized communications, folks. That's what we're here about. Sound money, sound food, sound health, sound communications for a sound future. All right, folks, this has been a fun day. A lot of editing by June, our executive producer. Give him a lot of credit for a lot of the creativity, a lot of the intelligence that's being delivered to you in different ways. Uh, There's so many good volunteers in the Beef Initiative. You're going to start hearing about who those people are. Why are they coming into the Beef Initiative? What's holding you back from coming and becoming part of the Beef Initiative? We're looking for volunteers. Uh, you can always email texasslimscuts at gmail.com. We need volunteers. This is a grassroots, grass-fed organization. And I am Texas Slim. This is the I Am Texas Slim podcast being brought to you by Texas Slim's Cuts Productions. See you next week.